Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Geek Valley Social Club. Boy, do we got a show today. But before we get into it, let me introduce my special guest, returning guest, the one and only, uh, my Mandalorian expert, Mojo Jojo. What up? Glad to be back. (laughs) So, um, before we get into anything, uh, spoiler alert, we are going to be talking about the last few episodes, the season finale, the end of season two of The Mandalorian. So if you haven't seen, if you haven't watched it yet, why not? And spoiler alert, so stop listening right now because we're going to start talking about it. And there's some big, big reveals. Oh yeah, if you haven't watched it, you've missed out. But it's, as of this recording, it has now been three days. Three days since the airing of the season finale of Mandalorian season two. So I don't know what you're doing with your life. I don't know what's more important than the Mandalorian, but yeah, and if you haven't hopped on it now, I think you should. Marvel and Disney and Star Wars made some huge, huge reveals this week with all of the upcoming stuff, and I think that everything that we've seen over the last couple of weeks with the Mandalorian has really set them up for success oh yeah oh yeah they're they're doing real good so before we talk about the season finale okay let's talk about the episode prior do you remember the name of the episode that was prior i don't i don't remember the name of the episode but it was uh the believer is that what it was that was the one where they had to do the the mission yeah yes yeah so so bill burr bill burr the comedian came back and oh man that's mr Meg mayfield Migs Mayfield. That was such a good episode. That was such a. It was intense. Yeah, I, it was... At first, I wasn't sure what to think about it, and then when I watched it the second time, I just like fell in love with it even more than I did. I think the first time. Yeah, it was. It was. It was good. Hold on. I'm sorry. I got to pause because we'll post pictures on the uh, Geek Valley Social Club Instagram page, but, but Mojo Jojo over here is wearing. He has Baby Groot on one shoulder and. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda, a.k.a. Grogu. Groot and Grogu. <laughs> Groot and Grogu. <laughs> one on each shoulder. He is... Grow a Groot. He's, he's, got his, he's got his posse with him right now. <laughs> like I said, we'll, we'll post pictures of that so you guys can see what he looks like. But they're from um, Disney. Uh, the little magnetic holders where you can like... Shoulder, shoulder carry. Shoulder carriers. You can put them on your shoulder and walk around with them. I mean, that's for Christmas is gonna be awesome. Hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so prior to the season finale, there's an episode where basically the mission is to find uh, Moff Gideon because Moff Gideon now has Grogu, and the only way they can get the information of where Moff Gideon is is they got to infiltrate a base, and the only person that they can recruit to infiltrate this base is. Yeah. Is Migs. Migs, Mayfield, because he is former former Empire or Imperial soldier. So he's like their inside man from season one. Mm-hmm. Correct. He was caught and arrested. So Din, can we call him by his name? Did yeah. he earn? I mean, has he earned the right to? Or oh, Man- of course. I think Mandalorian, everybody recognizes him like that more than <laughs> they do his own name. Yeah. So but... Din, well, just like with Grogu. Correct. Like we're, we're going from the child to Grogu or whatever. But so so Din Djarin and uh, oh my god, Migs. No, uh, what's oh, her name? Cara Dune. Cara Dune, played by the amazing. Oh my god, <laughs> what? 
I'm like totally forgetting her name. <laughs> Gina Carano, sorry. <laughs> Gina, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> I am so sorry. I just drew a blank on your name. I'm sorry. I just only know Cara Dune. <laughs> but, but the amazing Gina Carano. Uh, so, because she's now, what is she, like a sheriff or? Marshal. She's a marshal, that's right. So, they basically take uh, Migs out of what looks to be like some sort of work yard work. prison yeah so well first of all it feels like a prison planet wasn't Correct. it it didn't feel like a prison Correct. planet and uh that which again was was a he cool was on scene the chain gang. yeah he was like working on something <laughs> but like there's this scene where it's basically like a scrapyard and you see like old ships old and... old like tie fighters yeah. broken down like uh, i don't know if there was any ATATs or anything like that but it was I, I definitely remember seeing the TIE Fighters, but it was cool. So they, they they don't really rescue him. They just kind of pick him up, and it's what seems to be like a prisoner transfer or something like that. And, you know, once uh, once he, you know, he's, he's asking all these questions. Like, he wants why, to know more about what's happening to him. Why, why, are we, why are you taking me? Like, where am I going? And then, well, they'd already introduced uh, Boba Fett. Boba Fett came back. And so the ship opens up. Oh, it's the Slave One. That's right. Because previously... He's uh, startled by Boba Fett. And he's, he's like, like, oh, I think you're, I thought I, you were somebody else that okay. I didn't want to see. And yeah. then enter Din Djarin. <laughs> he goes walking down. Yeah, he, see, he sees somebody in Mandalorian armor and he's like, oh, no. And then he's like, oh, cool. I thought you were someone else. And then right behind him. <laughs> right behind him comes in. He's like, oh, no. It's payback. But the cool thing about this episode was... Uh, we uh well a anytime we see the slave one any you know i i almost feel bad because i feel like a lot of this stuff is like there's so many moments that are overshadowing you know dinjarin's journey (laughs) because everybody wants to see like boba fett like the slave one you know unfortunately mando lost his uh the razor crest that got blown up Like in a bit, like there ain't save. There's no saving it. That like when they barely got off of that ice planet, yeah. you know, with the spiders, like that is like, oh man, yeah. we can barely salvage this now. I don't know who was more shocked. People, people were probably more shocked that that Groku was kidnapped or that the Razor Crest was <laughs> blown to smithereens. <laughs> yeah, but the cool thing about this episode was, uh, I don't know. A lot of people compared it to like an older movie because basically they they have to pretend well even before that like they have to infiltrate this base and of course uh migs is going to be one of the ones to go on the base but then everyone else is like all right well at some point they get scanned correct there's that facial recognition scan that has yeah. to happen and... but, but even then like to even get in like right so yeah. it's like uh, the, this ragtag team of course uh uh the band of brothers like everyone like had dune fennec Boba Fett. Yeah, everyone has everyone has a reason why yeah. they can't go on this mission, except for Mando. Yeah, because again, the, everyone has uh, a past with the Empire, and the funny part is uh, Boba Fett. If you know your history of who he is, and like, of course, like all the clones. Well, he is he is one too, <laughs> but it, it, he makes the comment of like, I can't go because everybody's they might, gonna know they're gonna recognize my face, which is a funny little like, oh yeah, because you were an army before. <laughs> um, so of course it ends up becoming uh, Mando and uh, Migs, but it's funny because Mando has to wear a different. They basically he's trying to stick to his code and 
and not uncover his face, but he understands that for the greater good to get his kid back, he has to make this sacrifice. So he, yeah. he changes out of his uniform undercover. You know, undercover, nobody, he nobody never sees, sees his him. face. But... So he he does it and he puts on the, the guard uniform. Yeah, and... which, which, is, which is total yeah. Star Wars classic. That's a classic Star Wars beat because, of course, remember Han Solo and Luke Skywalker had to dress up like stormtroopers. Um, actually, I think in... Almost everything. Yeah, Everyone's like all. Probably yeah, kind uh, of gone undercover at some Finn, point. Finn, Finn, well, Finn was a stormtrooper, but was. but then again, they had to go, to go back, back and yeah, yeah. I mean, I think at some point that's just that's just like that classic fan service of like, yep, it's a rite of passage. Yes, <laughs> everyone has to do it. Everyone has to. But the cool thing I thought was cool because, like I said, it's it's you know this is a space western, and then they have these really exciting moments. But this this episode had several really cool like. As they're in this transport and they're transporting, what what was the, the plutonium? Basically, yeah. So so this they they hijack a transport and they're headed like you know undercover headed to the base, and they're carrying on this transport some highly volatile like radioactive. Yeah, thing. where basically they have to like regulate how fast they go because if they go too fast, it can explode or whatnot. But as they're driving along. Uh, you got you got the whole that buddy cop feel where it's like the straight like straight laced no nonsense not gonna talk um, Mando and then you have uh, Miggs who's kind of like just you know I'm, I'm gonna take my helmet off because you know I can't even see in this thing and, you know. <laughs> and then he keeps talking and he 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 gets philosophical about the helmet situation it, it's like the code is do you not take off your helmet? Or do you not take off your helmet in front of people? And he goes, because there's a difference. And it's like, oh, that is true. Like, what? what is the it, deal? Yeah. Is it the Beskar face or is it the, you know, Beskar hood or is it yeah. the, the the showing of your face? Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, again, because the fact that he had to wear a different helmet. He had to Correct. wear that, that trooper helmet, that transport trooper helmet. I don't know what they were called. So it was just one of those things where it's like, makes you think about it. It's like, well, what is the code? Like, what is... You know what? What is you know? What's the difference? That's the like, tradition that you're following. Yeah, yeah. Where are you where are you going to draw the line at? Because well, I mean, we've seen that he can't take it, and I thought it was he can't do it in front of anybody because right. he obviously eats and drinks and stuff like that. Right. We've seen that, but I think it's the tradition is you're not supposed to. Well, and that was that was the big th- thing in at the end of part or season one is technically was he the one that took it off? No, he had, you know they had to rescue oh, yeah. him because yeah. he had you know. A bloody head basically yeah is. and and it was the ig ig yeah. 11 yeah. so technically he he and wasn't that, a living that was what they said yeah. he's like i'm not the one that's taking you're you know you're not the one taking it off i am to save your life yeah so. and it's and then i'm not somebody i'm not a person yeah. or whatever Correct. so again that's we do like robots oh yeah <laughs> so so there's that scene was pretty cool like they're just talking it's like it makes you think like oh that's interesting and then they infiltrate the base they and then to get the information he has to get a uh Miggs recognizes one of the officers from when he was in the service of the Empire. So he's like, oh man, I can't do it. It has to be you. He freaks out because he knows who this guy is and what this guy has done in the past. Yeah, and he's afraid he's going to recognize him. So So, yeah, so he, Dinjar makes the decision to go and get scanned. Go and get the facial scan because where the facial scan thing is, is inside like an Imperial break room. (laughs) (laughs) It's an Imperial lunch room. And like... (laughs) 
Which, of course, that's where it would be. It wouldn't be in like a hallway. It's going to be in like the lunchroom. <laughs> Anyways, it's for the, it works for the scene. Team lead office. Yeah, so, so Dan, he goes up to the machine, takes his... Well, actually, he gets scanned with the helmet on first because I'm just assuming he's just used to always wearing the helmet. So the whole purpose was to take it off. So I thought that was funny that he... The, the thing scans him with his helmet on and it's like, eh, error, we need your face. So then he takes off his face, uh, mask, and then already though, because of the error, he gets the attention of the officers, and finally he gets, you know, takes off the helmet, gets scanned, everything's all good. And that's the thing with the scanning. It's like, is it it just scanned to make sure it wasn't a wanted criminal or? And that yeah, because he's, 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 he's not imperial. He's like, you get this nobody like. Don't, doesn't their database know that so, this person's not a one of their troopers? Uh, yeah, so anybody can just get scanned. Like it's like that. I thought that. I don't know. I don't know if that's a weird clearance. Thing. It's not a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, are they only checking for people who are against the empire? Like, yeah. so I thought that was weird. Anyways, and then of course the officers walk up to Dinjar and it's like, hey man, like what's your rank or you know whatever, and in comes Migs to save the day to like distract. Like, oh hey, which again is another weird thing because. He, he didn't want to go in the first place. Right. And now he just shows up like, oh, hey, yeah, this is my partner here. Uh, he can't hear that well because, you know, something blew up in his ear or something like that. But the officer he was worried about recognizing him obviously doesn't recognize him. So that was just kind of weird. Like, you didn't need to do yeah. any of that after all. Like Overthinking. <laughs> yeah, we didn't we didn't need Din Djarin to take off his helmet and show his face yet again. You know, but... Before we get into that, on their transport way over there, they were, uh, pirates were apparently, they weren't the only transport headed to the base, and but they were the only transport that made it to the base because there are locals there, the pirates um, of the locals that live there, uh, destroyed some of the other transport trucks, and Din Djarin and Mig's truck is the only one that made it through a really good scene of like action where like these pirates are trying to board, uh, Migs has to drive the vehicle, and then, you know, Mando gets out and, like, does what he does. Whoops and butt. And, and again, even before that, the scene where they're driving through, like, this little, like, village on this planet where the Empire is posted, and they're just kind of, like, you know, looking at... The villagers are looking at the transport, like... And then that's when Migs also says, like, Empire, Rebellion, it doesn't matter, like, to these people. We're on their planet. Like, yeah. you know, it's it's... It's someone else's war, and we're, you know... Which, again, you don't really think about that. Yeah. Like, you don't think about, like, these planets that everyone shows up on, whether... what doesn't matter what side you're on, to these people, it's like, you're on our land with your war, and we're not a part of it, but now we are, because here you are. So, it's, it, it was an it's episode kind of, that, you know, we've seen that throughout world history as well which is interesting because this is just taking it from world history to intergalactic history yeah where, like it was it was where conquest is always like that where you know the british um and the spaniards they've done that in the past too so it's kind of interesting to think about like yeah like it actually happens to be you know same thing when when we you know we came over and took over the native american land yeah like, it's, it's like the it's, same exact situation it's one of those weird things that yeah. you don't think about you yeah. again because it I affects mean, people's lives we know good and bad like yeah. oh the rebels are good and the empire's bad but to these people it's like everyone's bad like we we had no part of this and Correct. here you are because of what's going on so <laughs> it was an episode that made you think about a lot of stuff that you normally wouldn't think about in a star wars universe anything so so because they were one of the only transport that made it back on base after these pirates tried to take over all these other transports 
the officers decide like, hey, have a drink with me. Let's celebrate. Yeah, and then that's again like they oh, just want to get in and get out because they got the coordinates to where, you know, Moff Gideon is, and they want to leave. But now this guy's like, oh hey, let's hang out, let's have a drink. I was listening to Kevin Smith's podcast, and it was funny because he brought up like when the when when they were the only transport that came in the base. Like, they were, like, heroes. Like, all the soldiers, like, all the stormtroopers and everybody were, like, yeah, clapping and being excited. And it's weird because, you you know, like, you never saw that. Like you never saw a moment where the Empire wins. Right. And I thought that was a funny, funny moment of, like, oh, yeah, like, they were, like, soldiers celebrating. Like, all right, we got one. And I was, like, that is weird. That was weird. I never. And there was, like, a hundred people in the room celebrating. <laughs> but then when the beer scene happens... There was like nobody oh. there to back up, back up the officers. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So, so to go back to where they're having a drink, you know, he's like to the empire or whatever, like, you know, you guys made it. You're one of the only ones. So let's have a drink. Uh, you get a little bit of, um, uh, what's his name's history? Mayfield. Mayfield's history with this, uh, this Imperial officer, where I guess there was like some sort of like massacre or slaughter with his, his group. And because these officers, like, again, the the ends justify the means where again, he sacrificed, I guess, this platoon that Miggs Other was, soldiers, yeah. was a part of. He was just like, hey, man, I mean, yeah, I made I made some hard decisions that killed a lot of people. But, you know, it's all for the Empire. And look at we're the ones who made it out alive. And Miggs is like, well, you know, kind of like, well, I, you know, I knew those people and I knew the people that lived in that, you know, village that got destroyed or whatnot. So it was a really intense moment where you can see that Miggs is like, just the gears are turning. He's, you know, his PTSD is coming back. And the man that's caused all this turmoil in his life is directly across from him. And he gives Mando that look. And then Mando's shaking his head like, man, whatever you're thinking, whatever you're thinking right now, dude, we got to get out of here. We got what we need. We got to get out of here. So it's a really intense moment. And then sure enough, just like, you know, um, Han and Greedo, (laughs) bam, shot gets fired. Then all of a sudden it's like, okay, dude goes down. And again, we're, we're in an Imperial break room. With other officers. <laughs> yeah, so all of a sudden like, there's this moment of like, oh man, we just he just shot this guy. <laughs> and then they look around and then the other officers are like, oh. And everyone starts growing to grab their guns. And then there's this big old shootout inside this like break room. But funny scene that probably wasn't supposed to be funny. As soon as he shoots that officer, there's this pause, and then there's this poor stormtrooper guy who has a plate of lunch, <laughs> getting ready to look for a seat, like in high school, to sit down. And it, <laughs> he just watches these guys smoke this officer, and he's sitting there with his tray in his hand, standing, looking for a seat. <laughs> and then he gets shot. I was like, dude, we just trying to take a lunch, <laughs> and he gets shot. <laughs> but yeah, so and you know, there's a heroic escape, a shootout, and then they. They make it out. But like I said, that episode had some really cool, like, reflective moments that, like, you kind of forgot that, you know, you're watching Star Wars. Like, you know, it's like, oh, man, they're just two buddies talking about, like, something. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, they're having to be TIE fighters show up to save them. Like, it's like, you know, it's like you forget that you're in the, which is good. That's some good writing right there. And it kind of, you know, the big thing I think I liked was it came full circle is in the very beginning you have Cara Dune and Miggs kind of going at it. There's tension there being both of them being opposite ends of the spectrum, you know, Empire and Rebellion, basically. 
um, and at the end, there's redemption. Yeah, yeah. And he he, you know, he because also at, during the escape, he actually um, Migs actually takes a shot at this highly volatile like compound and actually blows up that. And then he was just you know I was just getting some stuff off my chest. Like he, he yeah. his story came full circle. It the did. fact that like yeah. in within one episode, you kind of got like deep into like one random character that it was only the second episode ever being in. So. Yeah, and they could have, you know, could have well and done, wrote, uh, you know, wrote him off in season one. But the cool thing is that they brought they him brought back. him back. Yeah, like, they brought him back. So that was yeah. that was pretty neat that he got like his yeah. his scene. Like at first, like, oh, this is a scumbag. But then it's like, well, this is why he was a scumbag. But he's not just because you're a bad guy doesn't mean you're a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he, yeah, so he got his so he got his redemption and stuff like that. So that was kind of cool to see his little story arc with told within Stay like two deep. episodes. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that was Zangief from Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> That's right. That Just is... because you're a bad guy doesn't mean you're a bad, bad guy. guy. <laughs> uh, so we, yeah, and then at the end, it's like, oh, Migs didn't make it. Like, I, he he died in this explosion, so he got his redemption. Granted, they did kind of leave him stranded on this planet. Didn't look like he cared. He was free. He didn't yeah. have to go back to prison, so. In the books, he's dead now. Like you know, and you know when they write it down, like oh, we took this prisoner for transport and he didn't make it. So a while, but which is cool because hopefully we see him come back. He has yeah. There's always potential. He 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 leaves that open now. Now we have this character that we're kind of like okay with now. It's like all right, cool. Maybe we'll see him later. So now we get into the next episode, which is was the final, the season finale, the big one named the rescue. The rescue. So we have. Oh wait, 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 wait! What? We have to go back. Go back. Sorry, the, for me, the best part of the entire episode was Mando's holo- hologram to Moff Gideon. His message. Oh, at the end, yeah, the, the yeah, yeah, like, sorry. that the was end. like the end, intense. Yeah. He's like, you have something I have. Yeah. You know, I'm coming after it. Well, like, well, so means- so basically, that was Moff Gideon left that message. Correct. And so he just repeated he the repeated. message back to Moff Gideon about like, hey, you've got something you I know, want. I want. You have no idea what it means to me or whatever. So he he took his own words and he said, I'm coming yeah. after you. Yeah, I'm coming. So. I'm I'm coming to get you. And prior, the episode prior before that is when they took uh, Grogu to the the scene stone or whatever oh, yeah. <laughs> where, <laughs> where he reached out to the force which i thought was visually pretty cool because i was like how are they going to do this like is he just going to meditate and like yeah. but there was this like aura and like this beam shot out into the sky and he called out and nobody could touch it like yeah he, he, there's he was, like this force field of force yeah. field <laughs> <laughs> so that was so again like and this and a lot of speculation because they're like okay he's reaching out into and like if uh jedi um responds or hears them or feels them or whatever which came out dirtier than i meant it uh he you know they'll come looking for him like they'll search for him so so that's when the speculation started it's like yeah. who's i mean there was no surprise that somebody was going to come in that last episode right. we, we knew somebody was coming and the slew of names of you know characters possibilities that, yeah, yeah that they could have brought back was yeah. was endless and amazing like any jedi at this point because they're all kind I mean, of this time frame the last few of them are yeah. scattered across the universe um it, you know when ahsoka made that comment of somebody's gonna somebody can hear you know one of those yeah. jedis can hear and yeah. answer the call um so you know there was a, a list of names that of Jedi well, well that and, the, seen. and the cool thing about that is the list consisted of not just 
you know, it was the cartoon shows. It was yeah. the video games. People were speculating anything, like yeah. any, and that's right. that's Jedi what makes from, it exciting. You know, Jedi from comics that were on their own. Yeah. Um. You know, the the video game a video game character that it could have been. You know, just all you know, old characters from the movies that we hadn't seen. You know, when the uh, when everybody was decimated, basically, yeah, you know, all, all kinds of speculation. When Order sixty six happened, it kind of it only left a handful of Jedi, and we definitely you know, could have seen any and one yeah, of those. And yeah, there were so many yeah. that that's everybody's gears returning because it's like who's in that again. That's what made it exciting right. was because it could have been like, it could have introduced somebody new that we got. You know, yeah. I don't want to say new, but somebody that we heard have heard of but and never give, seen. You know, yeah. given them more of a storyline for for Dave Filoni and um, you know to Jack kind of Favreau and all them, and, yeah to develop a new character for us to fall in love with or it could bring back somebody that we've already met yeah uh or even someone that we've seen just we haven't seen a live action version of them but correct so now we get into season finale a lot of stuff going on we know uh the crew's gonna go they know where the child is we know that possibly there's gonna be a jedi coming to show up like we didn't know how it was gonna end but start of it we uh we, we are reintroduced, or we see again, what's her name? The Mandalorian? Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. Uh, in, an, like, some kind of, you know, Star Wars loves their cantinas. <laughs> <laughs> Bars are a great place. Especially yeah. in a Western. <laughs> yeah, so so here we go. Uh, Mando and uh, Boba Fett show up, and, it, you know, they, they need, they, they want to enlist the help of Bo-Katan and boss the uh, boss what's her uh, the, uh, the wrestling the, uh, sasha banks sasha i don't know banks. what her name is. i don't know what her mandalorian name is though i'm sorry but, but right sasha now. banks anyways uh so they're just chilling at a bar and you know mando Costa reeves Costa reeves so bo-katan and Costa reeves they're trying to recruit them say hey man we need your help like she's like no nah, i'm cool she's like well no we're done i think our business is over i'm good i'm good i, I need to find moff gideon he's like well he's like <laughs> Just so happens that we know where he's at. <laughs> I know where he's at, and then it's like, all right, cool, for sure. And, but before that, we have the. Uh... Oh, that's when we get confirmation. We get confirmation, people, that Boba Fett is not a Mandalorian. He he pretty much admitted it himself. He just inherited his his so his dad was correct, and he inherited his father's armor. That's how he got the Beskar. But Boba Fett is not a Mandalorian. And that's okay. I mean, he he's earned the right to have the armor, and in you know, in everyone's eyes, like no one's taking it from him. He, we saw the episode where it's like, all right, you know, here's your armor. It's all good. But yeah, like there, that's that's why I wasn't sure of. I was like, is he a Mandalorian? Is he not a Mandalorian? Like, what's the deal? And then, sure enough, um, that's they made, they made mention of it. They made mention. Of it. It's like, oh, and he's like, you know, you're a Mandalorian. He's like, I never said I was. And it's like, oh, there it is. He's he is not. He, he is not, but more more on that later. Then we have the cool little, like, sidekick showdown where Boba Fett and Casca uh, have their little, like, you know... Battle Royale. Their little, like, okay, like, you know... What, what's it called? WWE Smackdown. <laughs> <laughs> they had a Smackdown. They had their little, like, you know, it's like, all right, chillax, chick. And then he's like, oh, she's like, oh, yeah, well, you know... And, and again, it... it, it, it it stung a little at first to see Boba Fett getting tossed around. I mean, they were equally matched, but, like, he was getting tossed around. But then, at the same token, it's like, well, Boba Fett is, you know, he's older, and he was still holding his own. He's still The Fett still got it. 
Um, and also, like I said, we don't know how long he was in that Sarlacc pit. You know, we don't yeah. we don't know. Um, you know, we know his face was scarred. Yeah, he was all. <laughs> and, and again, was that from you know the Sarlacc pit or again? We don't know. We'll, still, we'll get into so that. many questions still left <laughs> on that on, on Boba Fett. But it was good to see like two two cats clad in Mandalorian armor go at it and kind of like hold their own against each other. Like they seemed evenly matched or whatever. It was one of those like, all right, and then it's like enough. Like let's just. Let's just go and like get this guy, cause like I said, Bo-Katan has her own mission. Yeah, she has her own agenda as far as when it comes to Moff Gideon, cause Moff Gideon is the wielder, or he possesses the uh, dark saber, which again, uh, the history behind that, right? Is right. Uh, um, was it King Arthur and <laughs> King so Arthur. whoever holds it like <laughs> rules Camelot? Pretty, pretty much, he, <laughs> he who holds the saber it, you know, is is the head of of mandalore basically yeah so so yeah so that so that saber has a a very extensive history and it means like quite a bit to um the mandalorians and that uh civilization and whatnot so so that's her agenda you know mando just wants the kid he, he just wants you know so so everyone has a shared interest and here we go sure enough we kids being held captive they set up a plan it's who's the crew you have Bo-Katan Bo-Katan Fennec Fennec Cara Dune Cara Dune and Casca and so Casca the four women oh Boba no Boba Boba took off Boba, Boba but he he no. was on he, he didn't bounce out oh no he, yeah he, he was he, on the ship he side. was on the slave one he was right. on the slave one to get there they had to make it look like so they had an imperial ship they took the doctor that's what it was. They they captured the doctor that originally was working on the child. The genetics, yep. Yeah, so he um Oh, I forgot that actor's name too, but that's that's a great actor. That was a good like choice for the actor. That's kinda cool. Like everybody's getting in on this Star Wars action. Like, I mean, you don't turn down a Star Wars role. Like I don't care who you are. If you get like, Hey, we got something for Star Wars, like, alright, I'm in. <laughs> like, you don't wanna know what the role is, doesn't matter. Like, Jeans guy. Yo, Jeans Bring back guy. Jeans guy, Jeans please. Guy. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk to this story a little later. But they have to uh, stage a sort of coming at a like warp speed, light speed, where Slave One is coming and attacking, and they put out a di- distress signal to um, Moff Gideon's ship to make it look like, hey, we're under attack. We got to land on your ship. Like, help us. And so that's why Boba Fett follows them and you know quote unquote he's shooting at them pew 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 (laughs) (laughs) and then as soon as they're able to land on on Moff Gideon's ship Boba Fett just kind of takes off like these TIE fighters come out to help them and then Boba Fett kind of just takes off and then that's it gems into light speed yeah he's gone no more Boba Fett he you know as as quickly as he came back he left just as quick so he he went off and we'll, we'll get to that later as far as Boba Fett goes. So now we're on the ship. They have the plan. Mando goes for the kid. They found out what, you know, because of the doctor knows the layout of the um, ship. He's like, okay, this is where the kid's being held. This is where the, you know, this is where Moff's going to be. So everyone kind of splits up. And they all have their, yeah, they all, they all have, have their, their mission. mission. Here comes, uh, you know, Din goes to get the kid. And who's there? Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon is there with the dark saber. And it's like, oh, you're supposed to be on the bridge. You weren't supposed to be here. So yeah, the four. So once again, John Favreau and the nod to I'm gonna say this, the you know, Avengers, how they did the 
women's team up pretty much yeah so they did the same thing where the four girls kind of go off and you know kind of show them you know that it doesn't matter you know man man versus woman that you know women can hold their own especially this, this oh yeah group this, of this four group women. yeah 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 this, so. well, well okay well so so since you brought that up i mean let's just look at these women i mean each one of them on their own in real life yeah they, in real life can beat the living crap out of me. <laughs> like, like I wouldn't want to mess up. Don't so, tempt me with the good time. <laughs> you got Sasha Banks, all right, wrestler. Yep. You know, uh, you know, it's it's entertainment, but dude, I'm telling you, like someone coming off the That's, top rope yeah, on your physical, chest, yeah. I don't care, I'm dead. Uh, uh, Gina Carano, who before UFC. becoming an actor, yeah. her profession was punching people's faces. <laughs> you know, like for real. Although. I don't know if I'd mind her punching me in the face. <laughs> I honestly don't think I'd mind that. Um, Ming Na Wen. Ming Na Wen. Oh man, professional. She is like schooled in the art of. Oh my god, I don't know how many like karate like um, disciplines she she's got under her belt. Like she's you know, I mean the original Mulan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know. So, I mean, which is good because she's she's amazing. We've seen her in some panels at Comic Con. Um, talking about um, strong women and just like the whole like she's paved the way because she has especially you know for being uh, an Asian woman mm -hmm. you know they she's definitely made a mark for herself in Hollywood oh yeah for sure for sure she's been there yeah she she's definitely one of the um, strong women actors that has just come a long way and paved the way for younger actresses and stuff or actors um, and then you have Katie Sackoff Katie Sackoff uh, man who's he, a lot of like strong sci-fi yeah. sci women roles and, and that's cool and the cool thing about Katie Sackhoff is the fact that you, you told me this that she actually voiced Bo-Katan she, she voiced um, Bo-Katan and then they turned her into live action and now she gets to actually yeah. play the character she voiced which a not lot of people not a lot of people can do that of people don't get to do that, that she still looks like her character enough yeah, yeah. that they could do that, that was, that's amazing yeah like, like, like that that was yeah. good for her and good good that they did that I mean they, they didn't have to do that but they were like you know I, and I don't even think that even crossed their mind of like, should we do this? They were probably like, oh yeah, we're gonna get her. She she probably jumped at it in a heartbeat too. Oh yeah, like you don't turn that down. Not like again. Well, I, I had mentioned to you like the the gal that you know talks for Ahsoka, her the voice actress. She oh, it's she, been said time and time again that she was trying to gun for that spot. Oh like, yeah, I couldn't. She see looks it. nothing like Ahsoka. Yeah, you know, even even with like, the makeup, even and with the heavy look, makeup, yeah. you know, and from the get-go rosario dawson has been a name that they've thrown out there for oh, years yeah. speaking yeah. of strong women like yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. a good character like that that works well yeah. and i can't wait please more please more <laughs> <laughs> so the group of girls are supposed to infiltrate the the bridge the bridge where moff gideon is supposed to be and moff is not there <laughs> moff is not there moff is with the child which again I, I kind of saw that coming. Mm -hmm. Like that wasn't a surprise to me. What, but what happens after this did surprise me because I don't know the history. Like, uh, you know, Joseph here does. But of course, we have a little showdown between Moff and uh, Din, and basically, in in the end, Din Djarin wins. And so, well, it, it's cool because it's it's a dark saber. Versus a Beskar spear. Beskar spear. Uh, so the only thing that you know that, so pretty much the lightsaber can cut through anything except for pure Beskar. Yeah. And 
you know, the Ahsoka giving Din Djarin that Beskar spear to take with him. He's going to use it. At, you know, he's, yeah. he now wields it. Like, he's taking it, and he has the spear. And it comes in handy when he, you know, he fights the death robots. Yeah, you know? which, oh, again, <laughs> which, which, again, they were introduced in, like, a couple previous episodes yeah. where apparently Moff Gideon has this, you know, horde of basically death robots. They're death trooper. Well, no, they weren't death troopers, right? Because the death troopers were from trooper troopers oh, yeah these weren't are... they from rogue one correct so these were just like straight robotic like troopers it's third generation they've been tried and true yeah and they're they're not a whole lot of them but you don't need a whole lot of them because as you see in this episode um, they are deadly one of them it faces off against uh dinjar and mando and he he barely survives the encounter to backtrack on their way to the mission uh bo-katan mentions like you know we about killing Moff Gideon or whatever. Like, like, no, he's got information. But she said, I don't, you know, I just need to be the one to defeat him. Like, make save him for me. Yeah. You know, and then she makes a comment. I just, I don't need to kill him. I just need to defeat him. Which is some major foreshadowing for what happens later. So after uh, Mando and uh, and Moff have their little encounter. Because he lies. <laughs> that, you know, and he, he's like, all right, I'm going to take Moff to her. Like this yeah. is what she wanted. She wanted. She wants him, but then we find out it wasn't him she wanted. It yeah. was. It was the dark saber she wanted. And do you want to get into why that is? So, can you can you tell them how my reaction? Oh yeah. Can so, you tell them my reaction? So I, again, I don't know the history <laughs> of the dark saber. I, I don't know the history of the Mandalorian race to you know to the extent that Joseph here does. When we have that scene of like everybody shows up, you know, here comes Mando with Moff and he's like, all right, man, here he is. And then she's like, wait, you, you fought him? Like, you know, you like, and then Mando has the dark saber in his hand and then Moff Gideon knows what's going on. And there's this really intense moment of like, okay, well, what's going on? Like, I'm like, all right, well, this is interesting. Joseph here literally squeals, has to jump up, pauses the show because he's like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" Like he knows exactly what's going it on. It dawned on me what just happened. Like the scene, like why is this? Like everybody should be happy. Like Mando beat him up. Here he is. You know, here you go. Like you know, Bo-Katan, this is the guy you wanted, right? And then it's this really intense moment. So Joseph caught on really quickly. I didn't because again, I don't know the history of like what is happening, but. After after his moment, I composed myself. <laughs> we, we we continued watching the episode and what was going on? What happened? Um, so yeah, the you know like you had mentioned earlier, the the person who holds the dark saber basically can rule or Mandalore at that point. They are they are now the new leader of the race. Um, and so Bo Katan, she had that at one point. You know, she yeah. she, she gained the dark saber at you know in the um, Rebel series, you see that happen, yeah. Um, where she becomes the leader of Mandalore, and we don't really know how or why Moff Gideon took it from her, but he has. So, and she wants it back. Um, and you know, the fact that Din Djarin takes it, he yeah, because because apparently it has to be won in battle. battle. Like it has to be. It can't. So again, he's like, you know, Moff Gideon is all sleazy and saying like, oh yeah, like tell, he's basically 
telling us why this is like for people like me who don't know he's he's the one who's telling us like you can't just give it to her and he's like i yield here take it and she's like like she's not even reaching for it she didn't even reach for it she was so disappointed she's just like staring at him like i thought it was gonna go down right there i thought it was gonna like they were just gonna go at it right there but he's like here it's cool take it like i yield it's all good i I just i want the kit and i won't yeah she was like nah but you know, yeah. but we've talked about this. It's the same thing. It's like traditions. Like where where do you go with this? Because yeah, where do you, draw the, line? the you know the tradition of you know she makes fun of him for not wanting to take off his the, helmet. Yeah, oh, well, like the well, memes, the zealot. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. she calls him out. And was like, oh man, come on. Like we take our helmets off all the time. But there's this little faction. Like you're, those are old ancient rules. But there's a but, but there's a rule. Like okay, we have the, the rule that the person who defeats the holder of the the saber is now. The new leader, like yeah. they're they're the ones yeah. that, and the fact that you have to win it in combat, you correct. can't just inherit. It. So correct. that's unless, unless it's bequeathed, right? Like from like the royal family or however it goes, right? Uh, yeah. So so there's that really intense moment, and then while that's going on, they there was a scene earlier where all the robotic death troopers get blown out of the spaceship, but again. They're robots, so robots can breathe in space, and apparently they fly, so they come back in full force. I don't know why they didn't come back sooner, but... We, well, we needed that intense moment be- between Bo-Katan and... So, uh, they, they came back. Yeah, the... The vacuum, the vacuum <laughs> happened they, on the spaceship, they, and they, they were all sucked out. They come back, like... In full force, they overtake the ship. And... It seemed like there was more of them that showed up. Oh, there was way more. I don't know if I don't know where those other ones came from. Like there was like they maybe, multiplied. There was like seven of them, and then they came back with like forty. I, I don't know how that worked. I don't know how that worked, but but the point is, like I said, they they showed back up on the ship, and basically the group holds. They have to like close the bay doors and lock themselves in the the uh, main what you call it, the bridge of the ship and there's this intense moment of like all right well this is our last stand that you know moff gideon's saying like the only people that are going to survive are me and the kids so you guys are you know yeah, the, the robots yeah. have their their sol like sorry guys their, um their orders and yeah moff gideon's gonna be protected so yes yeah, so. he's like everybody's gonna get shot down and so everybody gears up so the intense moment about the dark saber has to be put on hold because now everyone's got to survive what's about to come through these doors and Sure enough, these killer robots start banging in the door, and everything's getting intense. Everyone's geared up, like the guns are out, and then all of a sudden, you know, there's a little beep beep on on the <laughs> on the, see the twitch of the on the, the screen. Uh, Grogu's like ears start to like raise a little, and all of a sudden, you just like boom, here it comes, an X-wing shows up, and then you know, at this point, we still know it could be almost anyone though. Could, well, when but, I saw the X-wing, I was like, "Who, who you know, who, who, who flies an X-wing? Who flies an X-wing? Who flies an X-wing? Who flies an X-wing? Like, come on!" And then only one X-wing shows up, and then that's when Cara Dune is like, "Oh, great, we're saved." One X-wing, like very sarcastic. Yeah, sarcastically, and it's like, "All right, cool." And then they try to flag the X-wing down, like you know, pilot, you know, who are you? And no response. No and, response at all. And then you see on the screens, they start looking at the screens, and you see like the X-wing enter the enter the ship, and all of a sudden, like, the robot troopers turn their attention to, like, uh-oh, like, some, you know, <laughs> here comes a new challenger. So everyone kind of, like, stops. They stop banging on the door to enter, like, the... It's funny. I wonder if they're... Because it, I, my assumption has been that the the blood that they used or the genetics they used from, from the midichlorians from Grogu to kind of detect 
where the Jedi are, is what my guess is. And so they all stop what they're doing to fight the, you know, the ragtag band of brothers, and yeah. they turn. Like, it's well, I thought it was just more of a, a robot hive mind where the first ones noticed it. Because, again, they're probably plugged into, like, you know, whatever, the ship or something like that. So they knew that, oh, wait, hold on. We got to take care of this guy. Yeah, but how would they all know that? one it's one human versus a bluetooth bro they're all connected <laughs> all these robots it's are connected the cloud <laughs> yeah they're the Do cloud, they all bro. have alexa <laughs> they're, they're they're all connected only one needs to know so then they all know <laughs> but but yeah so then i'm always watching <laughs> so here comes the scene everyone's been waiting for a a jedi shows up and now we're like, who is the Jedi? But so, yeah, cloaked in all black. Nobody knows black. who it is. Yeah, no first face, of all, black. No yeah, you see, you see. First of all, the, the black look, and then of course they're looking through grainy screens. Which suddenly, when a Jedi shows up, the screens don't work right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you got these like grainy, like of all the technology they have, like why are they still black and white? <laughs> the screens, they're not color screens. <laughs> like, why do we have still black and white grainy screens? I don't know. Anyways, the the they're monitoring the whole this jedi comes in and he is just or they are just savagely destroying all of these killer robots which we saw one in action and we know how tough these things are but apparently when it comes to a jedi they're basically nothing they're yeah, kansas they, kansas well suit. i don't want to say it any jedi though you know, I th- oh, there, there is the, a point where where this, the person this, they're dealing with you this, this Jedi does have skills. Yeah, you know that there there's been some intense training and and there is some strength behind this person. Yeah, so. this, this is a strong Jedi. So again, it, it's not until you know. Oh, and then we finally see the, the 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 green lightsaber, and then you can see like anyone who has a keen eye, you can see that like. The, the black glove. The black glove. You actually see the the lightsaber too. So anyone yep. knows their history, they recognize that saber. But yeah, that within seconds, we went from seeing this sh- shadow shadowy care figure to care. like, oh my god, is that who I think it is? There's no way. Right. Like this is amazing. And then, of course, the you know he you know he's he's going through the ship, destroying like every robot he comes across, and everyone else is a spectator at this point, like, looking at the screens and, like, oh, my God, like, Within what? Within seconds, it's over. Like, oh, yeah, the, the he, robots he, are he, laid waste. he laid waste to all of them. So, sure enough, like... With everything, though, like, he crushed them, and then... Oh, yeah, he used and, he used skills. He used, you know, he used all the skills. He, he, amazing lightsaber action. The force was strong in it, like, you know, so he gets in the elevator, and then the doors open up, and... He, Din Djarin is like, open up the doors, man. It's all good. And they're just like, no. <laughs> they're like, oh, yeah, uh, did you just see what he did? Like, we don't want to well, let... That, we're not letting that in here. The, like, Jedi and Mandalorians still have... You know, they've had... There's beef? beef. There, there's been beef I thought with they them. were like friends in the show. No, no. <laughs> there is beef with them, too. <laughs> so they're... Oh, okay, so yeah. they're all... Well, again, so I guess I would be worried, like, you know. Yeah. So, you know, for Bo-Katan, she hasn't seen or dealt with the Jedi for a while, you know, besides Ahsoka, who is and is not a Jedi. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's, there's a difference because Ahsoka's helped her in the past. There's history there. Yeah. But not everybody's always the same, so... I got you. So they're yeah. still... They're still hesitant to there's, open the doors, but some animosity still in yeah. those groups but with, with dinjarin now being the leader he's like he's like open it up yeah. he's well, like I, i'm ready to see like he's well, like, grogu is like yep. you know like reaching out yeah. like yo man it's yeah. my boy <laughs> like they're like, here for me man like my ride is here 
He's like, hey, my rights here. Just like any good parent, he's paying attention to his child. Yeah, he's like, no, open the door. It's all good. So, which is funny because Din Djarin goes, open the doors. And then he walks up to the console and he opens the doors. It's like, well, who are you talking to? You're the one closest to that. So sure enough, the big reveal, the hooded, the hooded figure takes off his hood. And who is it? Mark Hamill. <laughs> A young, 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 young Mark Hamill. We're talking like young Jedi. Like this, this full on like Jedi, Mark Hamill. Granted, CGI Sebastian Stan. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, what's up? He's like, your Uber is here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he looked, the, the reveal is like, okay, CG, young CG, Mark Hamill. But when, which, which looks okay, but when he starts talking, that's when like uh, the CG was a little lacking. It was a little like, oh, we've seen, be- we've seen better renditions of de-aging when it comes to that cg so this this was a little rough it didn't take me completely out but i was just kind of like uh like i've seen better so of course he's like you know they're asking like are you a jet which is weird are you a jedi like Like, do they not know what jedis do like yeah that's a jedi like (laughs) (laughs) like you know it's like yeah and he's just like yeah what's up you know i'm here for the kid and and then that's when you have the moment of uh you know, Dinjarin's like he doesn't want to go with you, and then because Jedi's like like with Ahsoka, they they they, Ahsoka, sent, they you know, can they can talk through feeling or whatever force. Yeah, so they he, can speak without speaking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He he goes to you know Dinjarin's you know Mando's like he don't want to go with you, and he's like, well, he he, he wants your, your permission. permission yeah, so. he wants your permission to go, and then that's that's when you have the whole long goodbye that that's you know they were that's what they wanted that's when they wanted to get you they wanted you i'll have all the feels during that moment of like you know goodbye and this is it and he 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 takes off his helmet for for the kid against the code he 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 does what anybody should and would do at that point he's like well again maybe because he doesn't know well a because as far as we know the kid's never seen him without the helmet he's only known the helmet so he he you know like he takes off the helmet and then the kid touches his face and it's like they have that moment of like all right you know cool like because again we don't know when if and when they're gonna ever see each other again and he says uh, you know i'll see you again but we don't you know we don't know truly don't know if that's gonna happen yeah because again i've never heard of grogu (laughs) so which is interesting it's like okay well what happens now like we got young jedi luke taking you know and we do know that he was training cats yeah you know we learned that and was force awakens or Correct. that he had a group of jedi that he was training so was grogu part of that group who knows you know what happened to grogu so i'm sure i don't again i don't think this is the last we've seen yeah they're gonna they would they have to do something you know, I'm, i mean because gonna... can you can you imagine the show without grogu now at this point no, like I they've think. invested two seasons of these two characters and it's like two how do you how do you go about well, like we, we somewhat see the direction they're going in so we you know we we've had some breakoff storylines of yeah. ahsoka getting her own you know story to go find thrawn yeah. you now have this history of mandalore that they're setting up and yeah, that's there, true. there's some tension between bo-katan and dinjarin now yeah, now we got to figure that out now you know where are they going from there because at some point her mission was to re resurrect basically the the mandalore yeah she wants her home planet to be you know they were there were the great purge happened they gotta be united again you know there was their this their home world was destroyed and all the people were scattered so she wants to get them back there and you know make them a great people again so Mm. 
it's it's definitely something that we have you know we know the direction we can you can foreshadow the direction they're going yeah. in with this but without that i don't want to say money maker <laughs> well that's but what i'm saying it's show like, me the uh, green <laughs> um you know so you know, so yeah what maybe yoda disappearing right now like what are they gonna do like what's yeah. his storyline or where well, is he yeah going? are we gonna are we gonna get a jedi academy with yeah with, where, where with, are we gonna go with know, them because because yeah. again man yeah. now we're gonna have like this third season which is already announced that there is gonna be a third season um and it's uh, last i heard it was supposed to be christmas of, of 2021 yeah, so same, we got a full year time. yeah we have a year to wait so you know it's like uh, I'm, I'm very intrigued to see like where do we go from here because again like are people going to be okay without any baby yoda yeah you know because th there's baby yoda fever it's it's out there it's it's a money maker it's what people want it's like you know parents love them the kids love them like you know but yeah we have this uh, oh m the moment that got me though the moment that got me was when the real hero of the Star Wars franchise, R2-D2, shows up. <laughs> I swear to God, go back to any one of those movies. If it wasn't for R2-D2, none of the history's there. You do not explode any of the Death Stars. It he, was all him. He has been in every single installment. I think he's the. Je I think he's the first and only droid Jedi for real. Like <laughs> R2 is the like. Well, he has wielded a saber before. <laughs> you, see, exactly. He I has, don't want to say wield. He's he's carried one though. <laughs> whatever. But he's again. He was there from the beginning. He's the one that like brought the message to Luke. He's you know back in well, New Hope. He was. He, dude, and was unlike him. C3PO, he was never erased. Yeah, yeah. So, so he he know, has C3 all the history. Has been wiped before. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, know, R2 so, does have all of that history. You know, yeah. even when he went into sleep mode for, for the, uh, the final trilogy. Like when he wakes up, he has those missing pieces that they're looking for. He has yeah. the information. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I'm telling you, that's why because he's the real hero. Yeah. I've said this from the beginning. Like R2 is the real hero. Without R2, nope. He saved everybody so many times. Like I said, without him, the Empire wins yeah you know uh so so that's it you know they they have this like farewell grogu gets picked up by you know literally picked up <laughs> by luke skywalker and then like they just kind of go away like that's but, it yeah like, their their adventure it was funny r2 you know that grogu didn't like really want to move or do anything oh, until r2 is like they they have a little conversation <laughs> as far as we can tell and he's then, like i got your back buddy he's, he's like, like no, it's gonna be cool man like this dude's cool like we're gonna go to a swamp we're gonna float rocks it's gonna be amazing like we're gonna have so much fun they have frogs <laughs> it's gonna be great we're gonna live in trees it's gonna be awesome like dude we're gonna see we're gonna we're gonna go to this really nice place it's gonna be nice um so so that's that or so we thought that's it yeah roll credits everyone's already crying i'm not crying joseph's crying i'm not crying everyone's like you know the eyes are swollen me. everyone you know this is it like oh man what's gonna happen now grogu's gone and then it was dust okay it is dust. <laughs> something in my the pollen count was really heavy. so credits roll and for the first time in the two seasons of this show we get an end credit scene and we see a character that is sloppy it's familiar it's if, if you know your you know your original trilogy uh history you, you would recognize this character and this place well i don't know how you you recognize him but he he looks really... he looks different this character yeah. looks like it's been eaten well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we we uh, we find ourselves in jabba's palace yeah um but apparently again 
this movie takes place after you know the Jedi and all that, like right. Return of the Jedi. And all that. So we so we know Jabba's gone within a few years of yeah of Return of the Jedi. Yeah, so, so this so, you know actually movie number six for those who are keeping track. My man, my man, I guess took over the reins of Jabba's palace and so yeah, Bib Fortuna, yeah. Bib Fortuna, who who again was a lackey that was answering doors. Yeah. <laughs> Is is now he's the big guy. He's sitting in the throne. He's sitting on the throne. He's, he's literally the a big guy. Yeah, and he, he, <laughs> he yeah he's he's been eating well. He's he tried well. to like embody Jabba the Hutt. Maybe yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe so, that's yeah. what it was. No salacious crumb. No, 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 I was kind of bummed out. No salacious yeah. crumb. But we did have um. There was a, a slave. He had a slave. He Correct. Had, you know, he's keeping like brand the Jabba brand of having somebody chained to him, having a female chained to him. And that race is the Twi'leks. The, Twi'leks. It was yep. the Twi'leks. Okay, yeah. so um, the same as you know uh, Harrison Dula, which you'll you meet in Rebels, who is right. part of Sabine Wren's crew. Gotcha. Um, but. Yeah, and even he—I believe he's a—if I remember correctly—he's actually a Twilight too. Oh. So he had his own his own people. Yeah. Slayer. So, and you know, uh, the we see um, a couple other familiar characters. The uh, I don't know the race. The the pig-looking cats. The green. Uh, the oh, I'm. Well, anyways, we again, like um, I said, the you know you, you got some familiar faces and a familiar place, yeah, and morning. then all of a sudden. You know, there's this shadowy figure, like you see a shadow and people start getting shot up and everyone's like, oh, who is that? Who's coming in here? Like, what's going on? And it's, uh, Fennec. Uh, Fennec. Fennec. Fennec shows up and then right after her, here comes Boba Fett. You know, every, basically the whole crew gets shot except for, what's his name? Bib Fortuna. Bib Fortuna. And then... Bib Fortuna's like, oh man, like Boba, what's up? I thought you were dead, my man. <laughs> like, Malanguista. Oh, dude, what are you doing here, my <laughs> like, man? Like, all right. Like, he's excited. He's like, oh, it's Boba Fett. Like, oh, cool. Like, all my guys are dead, but, you know, I know this dude. <laughs> I'm just keeping your seat warm. <laughs> he's like, what's up, my man? And no words, no words are said. Not one word is said. Only, yeah. only Bib Fortuna's the only one talking. And then Boba Fett is just like, pew, pew. <laughs> Shoots him. Like, no conversation whatsoever. You know, Bib Fortuna, boom, gets thrown off the throne, and Boba Fett takes a seat, and we're like, oh. Just like the Lannister that he is. <laughs> and we're like, okay, and then, boom. End credits. End credits, fade to black. The book of Boba Fett. The book of Boba Fett is plastered on your screen, so... Of Once course. again, now we get another one, and it yeah, says you, 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 winter of 2021. Christmas, so same time, yeah. same time. So, so two two series at the same time. Thank you, uh, you know, Disney or, Plus, or shortly after, like, but yeah, back to back. Like I said, it's it's you know we're we're finally gonna get that story. We're finally gonna you know again it left more questions than answers. Like you know what's gonna happen with Grogu? What's gonna happen between Mando and Bo-Katan? Um, why is Moff Gideon's still alive, uh, like, and then Boba Fett now. Now we're gonna be like, all right, what's his history? What's what's going on with my man? Like, well, you know, where's he been? Like, how did he grow up? Like, how did he become the bounty hunter? Like, you know, so it's it's. What's I, he gonna do as the Godfather of the game? Yeah, now that he like crime syndicate took over Jabba's palace. Like, what does that mean? Is he gonna yeah. go after all, all of whoever's left, or is he just gonna bring everybody in? Is he gonna? A lot of questions. Um, good stuff. It, it, it was good it stuff. was an amazing season finale. Uh, for me, a couple surprises. A lot of good stuff. It's like, all right, cool. Like that's like they're they're building Filoni and Favreau are building this. Like they're reestablishing this universe where they're giving us just enough new stuff and adding just enough old stuff to where it's like, all right, it's familiar, but I'm, I'm glad I'm I'm here for all of it. So, but 
Yeah, we're, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, it's, you know, it's crazy when people think that you have to stick to the same stuff over and over and over. No, you, you know, they're, they're showing you that they can really <laughs> continue to create and people are still going to love the universe no matter what it is. Yeah. You know? um, so I have a couple questions. I, I, I reached out into the um, social community here to find out like uh, if you guys had any Star Wars questions or regarding. So let's let's get into oh, some no. of these real quick. Um, there, there seems to be a little confusion with some of these questions, but uh, let's see here. Uh, Abraham asks, does Grogu change his name to Yoda or does Grogu meet Yoda? So people think that Grogu is Yoda. Grogu is not Yoda. Two different characters of the same species. Of the same species. All right. So no. Uh, the Grateful Morning asks, why oh why doesn't anyone love Jar Jar Binks? What happened to him? <laughs> do you want to oh. like Jar Jar? Like I... Uh, okay. Well, how do you feel about him? Misa Gungan. <laughs> uh, when I was young and he first in, was introduced, I actually kind of liked him. Uh, All right, everybody, uh, that's our show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yes, Jar Jar kind of... Oh, Racist. How can, I, how can <laughs> I say this? He, he kind of made some bad decisions. <laughs> I okay well he kind of got deceived by a few people and kind of wasn't really the uh, the politician he really needed to be so yeah again I but we wouldn't be where we're at without him okay I'll say that okay (laughs) I didn't care for the character I mean again it was uh, comedic relief when I saw the movie when I saw Phantom Menace and that's when we're introduced to Jar Jar uh, I thought it was weird because there was all this talk about like there was a lot of uh, backlash about um and oh my god when when did what ninety nine when did when did Phantom Menace come out like there was all this backlash yeah. about all these like weird races but they were kind of representing actual races and they were like a little a little too stereotypical I guess and the Jar Jar race seemed like a lot of people were like oh my god these are like why do they make these guys like as if they were space Jamaicans and this and that. And I was like, oh, that is kind of weird. Like, that was like a weird, I don't know. I, I, again, I just thought it was comic relief. I didn't care too much about the character. You know, he was a little annoying, but I think that was his role. Yeah. Uh, So I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of him. I I just, you know, but I don't tend to think about him too much. But I was a few years younger than you when that came out. (laughs) (laughs) Just a few (laughs) But also, uh, it's funny because there's the there are some people out there that believe that Jar Jar actually could be a Sith. Like, he can't be a Sith. I, again, I don't know. Like, I, I don't I don't invest too much in like. But you know, like I said, there are some people out there that believe Jar Jar is actually a bad guy, and he you know his his choices in the Senate and this and that were all part of a, a more sinister plan. But you know, so you know, like I said, he just I, I don't know. Like he. he I, I can tell you why I don't didn't really care for him, you know. But uh, apparently, people, yeah, people hate him. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Athena asks, in what order should the movies be watched? Oh man. Well, first of all, watch them in any order you want because they're all Just solid. Just watch them. <laughs> but if you want to go chronological order, of course, the first one has to be Rogue One. Yes. No. 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 In chronological order. If you're if you're from oldest to newest like but in the history in of history? in the timeline of that universe it'd be 
the pod race. The, the very first one is when Anakin's. Okay, so it'd be episode one. Episode two, one, two, three. three. So Phantom Menace, yep. One, Stood. two. So so episode one, episode two, episode three. Then we get. Then the you, original trilogy. But before that, you do Rogue One. Rogue One is in between those. Because because Rogue One ends when New Hope starts, so it would have to be Rogue One. It it would have to be Rogue One. Wait, when does Solo fall into that? Are we talking like, yeah? Because then Solo, so yeah. Solo would be after Rogue One. No, so before Rogue want One. Phantom Menace, Attack of Clones. Okay. The Clone Wars series. Oh man. Okay. If we're talking just all of <laughs> Star Wars, well, let's just do the movies. Let's okay. just talk movies? movies. Let's just do movies. Phantom Menace, Attack of Clones. Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. So that's episode one, two, and three. Then you're going to get uh, Solo. So then we do Solo. Han Solo's origin story. Then you're going to get New Hope. New Hope. Wait, New Hope? New Hope and Rogue One are at, they, they oh, oh, they're at, at the okay, same gotcha, time. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. But they, again, the so beginning. New Hope might be a little bit, no, I think just like a year earlier than the history, because technically that's when it's happening is but the at whole the be, but blow the be- up scene. I thought that was the beginning of New Hope. Is that scene? Exactly. And then yes. that's the end of Rogue One. So I, I would I would assume Rogue One and then New Hope, and then Empire Jedi. Correct. And then Mandalorian fits in right after that. But we're not well, talking yeah, about we're, that. Yeah, we're just talking about movies. That, uh, and then you watch Force, Force Awakens, Awakens, Last Jedi, Last Jedi, and then Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. So there you go. That's that's the order. Um, <laughs> So yeah, you know, some people watch original trilogy, then prequels, then sequels. But I mean, any any order you feel like watching it, it's it's whatever you want to do. Watch it backwards. But it, it, oh man, reverse <laughs> <laughs> reverse order. So there you go. Uh, Neil the man asks, "Do you even Star Wars, bro?" <laughs> I think it's obvious. It's obvious we Star Wars, <laughs> you know. And that and the cool thing is, it's like uh, like you're. You know a lot about like the shows, the cartoons and the CGI cartoons and all that, and I know a lot about the movies and this. But there's Star Wars for everybody. There's yeah, it doesn't matter what level you're on. So, yeah, Just even watch. comics, uh, yeah. actual novels. Granted, there there's a lot of controversy about like okay stuff that's canon that's not canon what's going on but but now you got games people there are people that just played the games like i don't know about these characters in the the games yeah you know you got what force unleashed came out a a while back and uh knights of the republic so i mean there's star wars like pretty much no matter what you're into there's a star Wars. you're into cartoons you're into movies you're into video games comic books you're into like actual novels like there there's there's star wars for everybody and um Speaking of that, uh, let's see here. Um, let's. Uh, there was to tap on that. Someone asked, like, uh, is there is there too much? Like, is there is there too much Star Wars? Like, like they they, they commented on in the next couple years we got like ten to twenty different Star Wars shows. Isn't that overkill? And I was like, no, it, no. it it's not. Like I, I, again, like I'm I'm here for all. Being a fan, I'm here for all of it. And you don't know what's going to hit and what's going to miss for what audience. Like Correct. it just seems like there's going to be something for everybody. I mean, I haven't heard anyone that's watched Mandalorian and said like it's not really my thing. Everyone's into it, but like I said, I mean, you know, they might come out with a show that someone's going to be like, oh yeah, this is the one I want to watch. Like yeah. you know, oh, but, it's, you know, they follow fall under that Disney umbrella. You know, that's yeah. that you know the the parent company, and they've. 
they you know they with yeah. Marvel out there and having all of the different comic books that we we've, we've dealt with for years and years on end yeah. there's never been too much like we've seen how many movies have they put out for for yeah. the Avengers series like yeah, it's been movie after movie after movie every year we're getting something new dropped down our throats basically and and it's people love it still yeah yeah, yeah. it's and uh, they they want more and we're gonna get more oh yeah so. yeah and like i said i mean even if something flops which i mean which happens i mean yep. solo was considered somewhat of a flop like you know we have other things uh, granted basically star wars isn't going anywhere this the, these franchises are not going anywhere so so yeah uh 49er maniac says what was your reaction to seeing hamill <laughs> finally uh mark hamill i thought it was awesome because Again, we, you know, seeing these newer movies and seeing like how, you know, the how a lightsaber can be wielded, and in the original movies there wasn't a whole lot of choreography, and which is fine. That's just it was a different time, uh, but now it's cool because you're like, like with Vader in Rogue One, yeah, that scene in the hallway where you're like, oh man, he's letting loose, like he knows how to wield lightsaber. I liked how there was. There was very similarities there was a huge between, similarity between the way that they did that in the hallway with Vader yeah. versus the way that Luke, Luke ran just through, yeah. ran through everybody and well, destroyed them. It's, well, you got all those memes and all those comparisons of like you know, like my father before me. Correct. <laughs> so yeah, yeah well, you, let's see. What, I mean, the Force is strong in that family. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, but like I said, it was cool to see him like really Jedi out. Like really, like let loose and like, yeah, because you know he was strong. Like you it kind of reminds me of when they did that with Yoda in the movies. Where oh, yeah. Yoda didn't really, you know, he was always just this old master, but nobody ever got to yeah, see. Him like, why do is this anything? guy so strong? They, why does everybody respect yeah, this dude? Well, you know, why? Why is he the master splinter, the sensei that yeah. we all we all love and you know revere? And yeah. then we were able to see him go buck wild. Well, we know. we knew he was strong with the force. We just didn't know his skill with the lightsaber Correct. because I mean he lifted Correct. the X wing out of the yep. you know. Um, but again, I told you this before. It, it it bugged me the fact that he was like yeah 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 yeah. I was like okay, that's totally out of Yoda character. Like I didn't I didn't like that they did that. Like when he was fighting Dooku, all the flips and the sword like you know, the lightsaber action was awesome. But like the whole. Yeah, 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 I was like, all right, that's weird. Grogu, don't do that. <laughs> so, Grogu, if you're listening, when you're training, do not do that. <laughs> but, but yeah, so it was exciting to see him. It was exciting that, you know, and I and I do think, like, uh, again, I don't think Mark Hamill would mind. But, I mean, if, if, you, if you are going to bring that character into this world, then, you know, I mean, you can't just leave us with just that. No. Like, I, you got to show this character. So, I mean, I think Sebastian Stan, um, the guy who played the Winter Soldier, he... I think they should tap him to play young Luke Skywalker. It'd be great to see somebody do that. You know that if if and when they're ready, especially if we do. You know we don't know what's going to happen to to Grogu. Like if we do get more of him, we need to see what happens with him and Luke. Where's where's their story? Will we want to see a CGI Mark Hamill for the next? Yeah. You know, how many years? Don't and, and like know. Said, like you know, we love. You know, who doesn't love Mark Hamill? Oh, he was. Yeah. He was the best on his social media, trying to like drop these little hints and you know these little Easter eggs, which was the best thing. But I just, yeah, I I would love to see more. I I want to see him continue on, but he there is a point where you you pass over the reins to somebody else. You know, 
Especially if we're going to see a younger version of, yeah, of like, him on TV more know. than just what we saw. And, and I would assume it'd be a lot cheaper to yeah. have an actor than actually CGI a character yeah. like the whole way through. Especially if you're going to see... And that's again, that's if that's what we're going to see. Like, I want to see that show. Yeah. I want to see a young Luke training you know, a, a new generation of Jedi or whatever. Like, like where's that show going to be at? And also, this is around the same time where he wasn't just training... He was, again, like we saw in uh, Rise of Skywalker that Leia trained. Correct. Leia actually trained in the Force, you know? Like, give me more of that. Give me more of these two siblings wielding lightsabers and, like, just running around the galaxy trying to, like, pick up the pieces of, like, After the Empire. And, again, give me that show. I, again, give me all the shows. I don't I don't care, really. I'm, I'm, I'm here for all of it. Like, let me, let me see all of the good stuff. So, I don't think we have any more questions. Let's see any serious questions here uh uh abraham asked again what do you think season three will be about it's like i, I think we're gonna i think we're gonna get if, mandalore if we're not gonna get okay like if we're gonna put um grogu on hold for a while you know which which again i'm not sure how the fans are gonna take that let him grow and develop but yeah so i mean if he pops in here and there i don't know but i i i'd be surprised if we do get grogu i think i think it's I think we're gonna get, like you said, we're gonna get into Mandalore. We're gonna get into more of the history of like that. That well, it's not a race. It's more of like a belief or whatever. But they're actually, you know, we're gonna get back into that planet. Maybe he's gonna help liberate that planet. You know, he obviously doesn't want the throne. He doesn't want any yeah. of that. So, so we're gonna get more of like, okay, well, how do they solve this problem of there has to be a showdown? You know. And I mean, it didn't. I mean, it just has to. He just has to be defeated, right? I, I don't think he had to be killed. So, you know, maybe they do a quick little battle. <laughs> give, yeah, I mean, he it, he really wants to just give up the give up the uh, the the saber and give give it yeah, to her, but he, she doesn't he, want to he, take it. He's right obviously now. not. Yeah. He, he doesn't. You know, he's not interested in any of that. And I mean, he's just gonna go back about his business of, you know, being. Again, he was he was a bounty hunter, yeah. right? He was I mean he can he go about his business, you know, try to fill that void of, you know, losing his you he know had his life thrown on him kind of and yeah. he's, he's done well and adapted well to it. So Yeah, yeah. So But yeah, well that, my friends, was uh our, you know, the Fandalorians strike back episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh yeah, man, it, it, you know, it's there's there's a lot of Star Wars coming. There's a lot more questions than answers, but that's a good thing. That's what keeps us coming back for more. So, you know, I'm excited for the book of Boba Fett. Like, I, you know, I, I am glad that we're going to finally get that story with that character that was introduced. Like, you know, we're like, this is one of the toughest looking guys. He was obviously one of the best bounty hunters there was. Yeah. And then he went out like a sucker. Again, I, I always had a problem with Jedi because this this bounty hunter with all these skills gets we had two seconds of it ac accidentally <laughs> thrown into the Sarlacc pit by a half blind Han Solo. And I was just like, wow, they 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 turned this character into a joke. Like he died as a joke, and then that was it. And we didn't, you know. So I'm glad, and I'm glad. Uh, I don't know the actor's name. Timbora. Timbora. Like I'm glad he I'm glad he's he's like you know coming back as that character and stuff like that. So that's that's kind of cool that he he gets to he gets to show us like you know it's gonna be cool to time. see a more gritty side of Star Wars too. 
yeah. kind of be, you know. Yeah, that's, I mean, granted, I don't think they're gonna go rated R or anything like that. But no, I mean, like I said, it's, it's like it's, just, just we. It doesn't have to be yeah. all clean. It's, it's time to yeah. get like, you know, like it's, it's, it's the gang, the, you know, it's a gang scene. Yeah. Like that's what it is. It's, it's the, the, the scum. Well, like I said, it's like I mean, again, like what, what, what are we gonna get? Like the book of Boba Fett seems like, I want to say we're gonna get more into the history. Like so, I'm hoping that but, we get a whole. I, I just want to know how he escaped. Sorry, yeah. like Pit. Like, how did he get out? Cause and, and then how did he lose his armor? Like, you know, and why did he not take his armor back from Timothy Oliphant? <laughs> like, he obviously knew dude had it. Like, why did he? I see again more questions than answers. But I hope we, we get, it. get more Timothy. <laughs> the marshal shows up or no? No, probably not. I don't. I don't know. I you know. I don't. I mean, again, he was cool in the episodes he was in and whatnot. But yeah, no. So it did. Let me ask you something. Who shot first? Honor Greedo. Oh, sorry, Greedo's gone. <laughs> Han shot first. Han shot first. <laughs> Obviously shot first. <laughs> any. I love any, it. Any hot takes? <laughs> any hot takes? Any? Do you have anything that maybe you, like most fans would disagree or? Oh, for me, anything that I don't disagree with, any, anything, any hot take, people up. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, the whole like you didn't mind Jar Jar being said that's a hot take. I was a kid though, so even though take. I loved Star Wars then, like, I was a kid at heart. <laughs> <laughs> Man, child. About to about to age myself right now. <laughs> the show. Nah, I, yeah, I just I didn't think that he was. A terrible character when I was young. I thought yeah. he would, you know, he yeah. was funny. He was different. Um, yeah, he, he was another alien to me. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, my, I think something that always bothered me that I don't, I don't, I don't really hear too much about people is uh, when Vader turned to the dark side. Like there was no, like he had nightmares and nothing really happened. Yeah. And the nightmares he had are he was the cause of the, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna lose my my wife and kids, like, yeah. and then well, when you turn to the dark side, you made that happen. So yeah. it was kind of like, again, nothing had happened to like I in my head when we were, you know, when these movies were about to come out, I was like, oh, I think something happens to you know she dies somehow, the kids survive, and that's what turns them. Is like, oh my god, I lost the love of my life, but it was like, nope, she was still around, and I'll do anything oh, to protect you. Oh, Padme. God, don't even get me started. Like, dude, like she, she is a Sith Lord, dude. Like she seduced, like you know they say the dark side seduces. Like she is the dark side. She seduced them with that leathery black friggin' dominatrix outfit, where it's like, yo, come on, man. Like you know, like seriously. And how did she not age? He went from like seven to like. 22 it, like she stayed exactly the same it's like come on not even one gray hair <laughs> you could tell me you're welcome natalie Porter. we love you <laughs> oh yeah dude i'm excited for her uh, love and thunder um interesting for me i didn't like how quickly darth Maul disappeared originally. oh another another one of those i'm gonna introduce this totally badass character i remember seeing that trailer when the second part of that lightsaber came out like we hadn't seen that before we never saw that before like and now now we got all kinds of different do we get more of him do we get a darth maul show oh, we, at we, some I point mean, if not yeah. he has to pop up yeah we, you know, i we mean have, ray ray park is we I mean, have him and amelia clark like that's where they left it in the oh yeah yeah so you know can we can we please see more darth maul 
I think I think I think we'll get a live action like another that like, would be awesome like he's coming back because so. again he's yeah. he's alive right yeah. he's he's well it depends on what where you're at in the storyline well where yeah. where are we at right now with this like I mean uh, right now he where is he is he does he, he exist? Is, this is where sometimes the timelines get confusing we got to figure out like okay wait, where on. are we he is he should be alive <laughs> so. So do we get like a young Darth Maul in his prime? Maybe just learning, because because again, like this time frame, right? No, he's gone. He is dead. So right now he's gone. He's dead. dead. But is he? Is he dead? Yeah. No. Okay. Well, so at this no, point yeah, he at is. At this gone. point he so, is. So okay. Dead, so dead. I had to. Yeah. So we are not with Mandalorian. With the Mandalorian, he's Darth Maul has been officially gone since. Okay. So and yeah. that's from Rebels and all that. Correct. Okay. So he's. So he's gone gone. All right. Well, but then again, maybe they could do a show later, but I don't know what else Disney has like There's planned, but I mean, cause again, they're thinking years ahead. So they've only given us the next couple of years. So where's the book of Chewbacca? Oh my God. A straight subtitled. Like it's strictly, oh! you know, <laughs> that or, would be the best or, or subtitled. A, like a straight subtitled, like Wookiee <laughs> TV show. Or, oh man, can you imagine the dogs that are gonna hate oh that my shit? God. Or, or they just like actually like because it's all them, they can actually give them like voices that we can understand. <laughs> but like they're all like British, like yeah, it's really like Michael Caine is like Chewbacca is like oh wow that's weird. Michael Caine is like, Chewbacca. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Like all right, cool. You know, like everyone has like nobody's an American accent. Like everyone's Terry like Edgerton. British, Australian. Like you know, like we just go straight like. <laughs> that would be funny so it's either all subtitled or everybody has an accent like you know because again you can do whatever you want right why <laughs> can they all be german oh arnold schwarzenegger as chewbacca, chewbacca. <laughs> oh yeah yeah I'd, I'd watch the hell out of that i don't know if i'd listen to it but <laughs> i would watch it <laughs> oh man oh you know what speaking of hot takes i didn't i didn't like in solo actually there's a lot i really didn't care for in solo but there's a lot of decisions they did in Solo that I didn't care for, but in Solo, when when they're when when Chewie and Han meet for the first time in that like mud pit, uh, Han speaks uh, Chewbacca's language, like like that's what oh. he actually talks to him in his language. It's the first time we've ever seen that, yeah. and we never saw it again. And I was like, why would you introduce that? Like because we never saw that, and we saw enough of those two together. It's like. That's kind of messed up. Well, it's like what you do. You say hola, and then you start speaking English. But I don't. But I, but I used to say that. So I, I use that. Like, I, I use, I can use that. Like, I don't stop. Like, I mean, I, I still use it. I still use the words I know. Han never did that. He never, like, gave him anything. It was just like, you know, it's like, why, why? Why would you introduce that, that he knows how to do? Again, we always knew that he couldn't understand him. They end up both understanding each other. But, like, it just kind of sucks that, like, you know, I was like, well, why why would you give us that? And it doesn't make sense to give me that because it's like I didn't need it. I, you know, I didn't need that. Like, I, I just thought it was weird that you give me something that we've never seen before later in the years. It's like, okay, that's weird. Oh, ready for mine? Lay it. Lay it on me. Oh. <laughs> Lay <laughs> That's why you said it. Like, then, do you know that that's what I was going to say? No, I just said that. I used the force Le- I dug. Leia in space. Space Leia? Space Leia. Oh, how she didn't like... Old Lady Leia. 
that that scene to me was like it would have been a perfect ending that would have been cool like her just kind of like that's it I'm drifting gone. Off, like, and that's like it was just it was music. different and weird like well also too because that's when we found out that she knows how to use the force and i was like okay what the hell but is that how you use the force like when your ship is blown up and you're drifting off into space and then she just kind of reached out and like went towards another ship or whatever yeah. it was like well that's why i said it's like they give us in a what you call it, uh, the the rise of skywalker that's when they kind of showed us like oh look she did train they yeah, gave us that quick no, little blurb but, of like oh so she does know kind of because we knew she had some of the but force yeah you can always tell that she was there was a sensitivity, sensitivity yeah but i there I, but not like I, that like yeah no i, I didn't like low-key basically i, I, I feel you because she kind of used the force like yeah, legit used, used it and i was like wait what is this like she but it's I, like okay that, now that that defies science though like you know you're in in space space like that vacuum is supposed to be able to crush your lungs and like destroy your breathing there we're, we're talking about furry we're talking about droids that talk is that's what about? But, it's science fiction bro but the ship was blown i mean whatever <laughs> I, I i i my beef was the fact that she she used the force and we never saw that before i was like wait what like she knows it to that extent that's yeah. weird but, but like i said they they kind of retconned it when they showed her training which i think they had to do that like oh look she, but but then that made me like well i want to see like jedi leia but apparently she kind of she's like i want to be a mom i don't want to be like you know a jedi and apparently because of ahsoka you can just choose not to be you can you can you can choose to be able to wield the force and lightsabers but you don't have to be a faction you don't have to be sith or jedi you can just have this ability and you know be whoever you want i guess so well all right uh joseph thank you for being on the show can't wait to have you on again we got a lot of disney stuff to talk about a lot of marvel stuff to talk about uh like i said uh they just had their shareholders meeting and they announced quite a bit of stuff in the next like two to three years so so stay tuned um don't forget to follow the geek valley social club uh instagram page we'll post pictures uh on there regarding this episode and whatnot um but yeah uh joseph thank you you want to say goodbye to the people bye people (laughs) Thank you again, and as always, thank you for listening.